Good morning, Words by Winters. It's your host, Allison McGee, coming to you on a late spring day in Minneapolis, where the sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and everything looks so beautiful. Except that there's been a lot of crime in my neighborhood lately, and it is very, very troubling to me. Um, And I'm not sure how to counteract it tangibly, except by my typical means, which are to not wear my headphones and smile at everyone and try to strike up conversations and put out lots of poems for people to take and plant cherry tomatoes by the poetry hut and give vegetables away and show up at my neighborhood meetings and vote and write letters. And still, I'm going to tell you, it's troubling. So Paco and I, on our early morning walk, decided to focus on the positive. He's always focused on the positive. It's me who needs a little help now and then. And uh, we, and by we, I'm sure you know who we're talking about here, focused on flowers. We took a bunch of photos of flowers. We assembled them into a little Instagram story and Facebook post. And yeah, we're trying here. Trying, trying, trying. A listener from Minnesota wrote in a couple of weeks ago. She has recently lost her husband after caring for him for a very long time. And uh, she's felt by waves of grief, and uh, she wanted a poem. I sent her, I sent her a few poems actually, and she wrote back a few weeks later and was again felt by waves of grief. And uh, I thought of this poem that I'm going to read to you today because I find it incredibly evocative. It makes me think of this little plastic calculator that I'm looking here at here. It's at my desk. I'm holding it in my left hand. And my daughter, who was visiting recently, looked at it and said, boy, that calculator's, you've had that a long time, mom. It's old. It's dirty. It's plastic. It's solar powered. You would look at it and really not think anything of it. But to me, this little calculator means the world. It was a gift from my father a few years ago, many years ago, probably now. I was admiring his solar-powered calculator as he sat at the table paying his bills, which he did immediately, the minute they came in. The door, he would make two entries per checkbook register line so as not to waste paper, I guess. And then he'd write the check and send it off. And I just admired the efficiency of this simple little calculator. And I told him so. And he said, you can have it. And he pushed it across the table to me. Big smile on his face. I've got two of them. And I have treasured this calculator ever since. My father died recently. And uh, I too am felled by big waves of silent grief. No one sees them. They come in moments that I do not expect. I um, took two of his 
L.L. Bean flannel shirts, which I used to give him every year at Christmas and which he loved and wore to pieces. You wouldn't think you could wear L.L. Bean out, but somehow my father did. And I took a pair of his, it's probably his only pair of khaki pants. Um, He was a giant man, and I took them and cut them into blocks so that I could make a quilt for my mother out of his old clothes and bring her some comfort. But I'm telling you, it's hard to stitch these blocks together. I go up to my sewing machine every morning, and as I hold these squares of flannel and khaki, I'm swept with waves of grief. (laughs) These old clothes, some with patches, some with tears, but so familiar to me because they were my father's clothes. And maybe when I read this poem, you will be reminded of things that you love, not because of the thingness of them, but because of the person or the time or the place that they bring you back to. Here is the poem for you, my dear ones. It's called The Sound of Music by Catherine Nuremberger. When I tell you I love the song Edelweiss, you have to understand that even though I too am a sophisticate who scorns musicals, I was once a little girl who stood in my grandfather's living room singing, Cuckoo, cuckoo while he sipped his scotch and laughed at my preciosity. And when I sing the lyrics in your ear, small and bright, clean and white, you look happy to meet me. You have to understand, my grandfather only ever had one friend, a jeweler who also drank scotch, and left his $10,000 Rolex to my grandfather, who wore it even though it turned his wrist green, wore it to the funeral, where the daughter sang in her ethereal voice, Blossom of snow, may you bloom and grow, bloom and grow forever. She couldn't take her eyes off the casket. You have to understand that my grandfather kept spinning that heavy gold around his wrist. And when he raised his voice to join in, he cried to sing it. When I wrote to Catherine Nuremberger to ask her permission to 
feature this poet poem, her beautiful poem on the podcast. I did not realize she lives in Minneapolis. Um, she teaches at the University of Minnesota in their MFA program. And from her website, here is her about information. Catherine Nuremberger is an essayist and poet who writes about the history of science and ideas, renegade women, plant medicines, and witches. Her latest book is The Witch of I, which is about witches and witch trials. She is also the author of the poetry collection Rue, The End of Pink, and Rag and Bone, as well as a collection of lyric essays, brief interviews with the romantic past. Her awards include the James Laughlin Prize from the Academy of American Poets, an NEA Fellowship, and notable essays in the Best American series. She teaches poetry and nonfiction for the MFA program at the University of Minnesota. And if you're interested in learning more about her, you can look for her website in our show notes. It's Catherine. K-A-T-H-R-Y-N, Nuremberger, N-U-E-R-N-B-E-R-G-E-R.com. That is it for today's show, my friends. Thank you for listening. If you liked it, send the link to someone else who might give us a good rating if you're so inclined. Original theme music for our show is by Dylan Parisi. Additional music by Kelly Krebs. Artwork by Mark Gary. Today's poem, The Sound of Music by Catherine Nuremberger, is featured here with kind permission of the poet. If you liked it, I encourage you to look up more of her gorgeous work. Words by Winter. You know what's coming. <laughs> Let's just shorten it. Is everything by me, writer Alison McGee. Tell me what you're going through. I'll go in search of a poem to help you through, to help us all through, the way that poems have been helping me since I was little. Send me a voice memo via email to wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com or just drop me a line at the same address, which again is wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com. For more information about me and my novels, picture books, poems, essays, you name it, and also the workshops that I teach online, you can look up my website, alisonmcgee.com. Words by Winter, conversations, reflections, and poems about the passages of life. Because it is extremely rough out there, my friends. We have to help each other through. Thank you.